If you've only ever used social media to check up on old friends' lives on Facebook, or to look at videos of cute kittens on Instagram, or only look at your LinkedIn profile when you need some help from someone on your network, then the idea of using social media marketing when you launch your business or freelance gig probably freaks you out. I know when you work in a day job, you don't really have much of a reason to use social media for anything more than a distraction. Something to scroll through on your commutes, adding recipes, tidying tips and inspirational quotes to your virtual board, hello Pinterest, or sharing your opinions on the latest moves in the business world on LinkedIn. But when you decide to launch a business, it's not long before you hear that social media needs to become your friend, as it's one of the top ways businesses can connect with their potential customers. Suddenly it all becomes a little bit more serious. And your questions, how does it all work? How can you get started? And do I really need to tell people everything about my life to get interested in my business? So in this episode, I'm going to go back to basics to answer a lot of the questions that I've heard from people like you who would like to become their own boss, but find the whole social media space a little bit intimidating. And don't worry, it's not as scary or as hard as you think. Are you ready? Then let's dive in. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Hello and welcome to the Powering Your Passion podcast. This time I'm talking about something aspiring entrepreneurs stress about a lot, and that's social media. Now maybe that's a bit harsh. I know some aspiring entrepreneurs and freelancers are excited to get creating content to put on their socials to promote their new business. But for many, it is something that's just part of the game, and it's a game they don't know how to play yet. Social media was one of the main things I had to get my head around when I started creating my business back when I was still in my full-time job. Up to then, I hadn't really done much with it. Yes, I had a Facebook account I'd started back in the 2000s when everyone was signing up to the latest tech innovation. And over the years, I'd jump on there every so often to see what people were up to and to like the cute pictures of my friends' kids and dogs. And occasionally I'd post, usually from the airport before jetting off on a holiday, when I finally had a bit of time to kill, or if I was raising money for charity. I had a Pinterest account where I saved pins on decor when I bought my flat, and of course recipes, health, beauty and fashion tips, cleaning hacks, and inspirational quotes that everyone finds themselves scrolling through at some point. I did have an Instagram account that had some photos on it, but I didn't really know what I was doing with it, to be honest. The only social media platform I spent any real time on was LinkedIn, As a recruiter and talent development leader, it goes with the territory, and I use it to network in the recruitment and learning and development world. Still, I had not put much thought into my profile. I always use recruiters when ready to move roles, so I had not really set it up to sell myself at all. Twitter I stayed away from, and TikTok was really just coming into popularity back then. And pair all that with the fact that the companies I work for had social media rules, and I didn't really want to get caught out by saying something I shouldn't, Social media really was not a world I was used to spending much time in. That wasn't until I realised that if I wanted to build a business, especially an online business, then getting up to speed with social media was part of the deal. 
And even though I had some experience with social channels, I didn't really have a clue how to use them for marketing at all. My question at the time was, where do I even start? That's a question I've heard a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs ask since then. So I'm going to use my experience of getting started while still working in a nine to five job, plus what I've learned since then to give you my take on that question, along with a load of other questions that are commonly asked, because you can make it as easy or as complicated as you like, but you really can't run from it completely. So if you're interested in starting a business or going freelance and know you need to use social media to help you market yourself, but are really not sure about what it's all about, then stick around. Okay, I'm going to do this like a quick fire Q&A session based on the questions I've already heard. So first up is, what is social media marketing? So most people know about social media in some way, even if it's just knowing about it without actually getting involved in it. It's basically an internet-based form of communication. And social media platforms allow people to sign up to have conversations, share information and create content across the world. And social media marketing is the use of those social media platforms to connect with your audience, to build your brand, encourage sales and drive people to your website. And you can do this by posting great content about your business on your social media profiles, listening to and engaging with your followers, analysing your results and running social media advertisements if needed. But what are the main platforms used in social media marketing? Well, there are a huge number of social media platforms, way too many to list here, but only a few of them are used for marketing on any scale by small business owners, influencers and freelancers. I'll talk you through them quickly as they all have different focuses and quirks which can be used depending on who your ideal customers are. Okay, so first up is Facebook, owned by Meta. It's probably the most familiar to you, especially if you're a child of the 70s, 80s and 90s. It's the largest and top social networking platform in the world. And apart from networking with friends and relatives, Facebook has a strong business side from which you can promote your business, brand and products. Then we have Instagram, also owned by Meta. It's for sharing photos and videos with your followers. It has an array of features from short videos in the form of stories and reels to live streaming and private messaging. And you can open a business account to use it to attract people to what you have to offer. A downside to Instagram is that what you post only stays on people's feeds for a small amount of time and then disappears. So you have to have a steady stream of fresh content to make it worth it. LinkedIn is specifically geared towards the business community. It's mainly used for for professional networking, including employers posting jobs and job seekers posting their CVs. It's seen as a more serious platform and discussions there usually focus on business topics, although LinkedIn recently is trying to broaden its appeal by bringing in some new features. Twitter is where users can post and interact with 280 character messages known as tweets. Since it started, it's grown into much more than a social networking platform and today it's seen as a relevant online news source. Twitter also helps to promote your businesses or even for you to shop directly through tweets. Pinterest allows you to share and collect pieces of multimedia and save them to a virtual bulletin board, which is often devoted to a specific topic such as cooking, beauty tips or music. Again, you can open a business account and use it to share pins related to your business or freelance gig. So overall, Pinterest has been overlooked as a business marketing tool, but that is changing. A big benefit of Pinterest is that if you pin something, it stays there forever. It could be two years from now and someone searches for something related to what you sell and your pin could still appear. 
In that way, they really outdo Instagram. So another platform we have is YouTube. It's the most popular video sharing social networking site that enables users to upload and share videos, view them, comment on them and like them. This platform is accessible across the globe and enables users to create a YouTube channel where they can upload their personally recorded videos to showcase to their friends and followers. And finally, we get to TikTok, which is a short form video sharing app that allows users to create and share 15 second videos on any topic. Now, for a long time, it was seen just as a video sharing platform for teens, but more and more business owners have been using it to promote their products and services. Is the next question is really common and it's, do I really need social media for my side hustle or full-time business? Usually said in a hopeful voice. And the short answer is yes, you do need it. 90% of businesses today use social networking as an essential part of their marketing strategy. That's not just online businesses, it includes, includes bricks and mortar too. So you don't want to miss out on this great tool if possible. And done right, it will really help your business or freelance venture get seen and attract your ideal clients to work with you. But imagine it's like a swimming pool and you can either paddle about in the shallow end, swim strongly in the middle or dive right into the deep end. I recommend you start small, learn as much as you possibly can before you start and then just get out there. So do I need to be on all the social media platforms? Okay, so things move very quickly in the online marketing world. At one point, we were told that you need to be on all platforms, but now the view is that you should be more selective and only focus on two or three platforms, particularly if you're a small business and it's just you managing all your social media. In my view, when you have little time and have a busy day job and are just starting out, you should just focus on learning about and posting on one platform. Get to know that really well so you're comfortable with it and only when you have the time and headspace, you could maybe introduce one more. But what one platform should you use? Well, the platform you decide to focus on really depends on your business and what types of customers you want to attract. You need to think about what platforms you'd like to be active on most. All the platforms have slightly different demographics. Most of the platforms are popular with the 25 to 34 age group. And then after that, Facebook would lean more towards the 35 plus group. Whereas for TikTok, it's a 16 to 24 group wins. Instagram is more between 20 and 40. Facebook and Instagram surprisingly both have a slightly higher bias for males, while Pinterest attracts far more women with 76% in the last survey. Really though, you will know where your potential clients might hang out, as they're probably the same platforms you're already on yourself. You also need to think about what content you want to make. If you can't stand making multiple pins for Pinterest, then you could just focus on a different platform. Or if you aren't keen on video, then YouTube, TikTok or Instagram really won't be for you. Saying that, video is the best way to build connection. So if you don't like the thought of going live on a platform, then you could record in advance. Leaving out video entirely will mean you don't really build engagement as quickly. Okay, so the next question. Should I get a business account or use my personal one? This was one I really struggled on making a decision about. So Many of the social platforms offer personal and business accounts to choose from. A lot of people use their personal pages to talk about their businesses, which, to be honest, for me, kind of annoys me, particularly if I follow them as a friend, not as business contact. But if you have a lot of people already following you on, say, Facebook, you could be missing out on a lot of potential customers if you set up a new business account and forget all about your personal accounts. 
The rules on Facebook and Instagram are that you can't use a personal page solely for business purposes. That said, you can use your personal page to help your followers learn more about your business, showcase your expertise, grow your brand and share posts that show your personal side. So if you don't actually have a personal account and are setting one up from scratch or only have a few friends or followers, then it's worth actually using this approach and using your personal account to build some interest. But if you have a bigger following on a platform, you'll need to decide if you want to share everything about your business plans with them. Personally, I decided to keep my account separate and I use business pages for my Facebook, Instagram and Pinterest accounts. It does put you at a bit of a disadvantage at the start, but I really wanted to avoid sharing my friends and family in business marketing. But I do share some things with them because there's ways around it. So for example, in Facebook, I have a business page and then I share posts from there on my personal page and also ask all my friends on my personal page to like and follow my business page. Then it's their choice if they want to follow what I'm getting up to in my business. Next up, how do I use social media for my business when I'm still in my day job? Ah, the classic. This is a tricky one because in order to build awareness of your brand new business, you need to talk about it. But you don't want to get into trouble with your employer. This will especially apply if you work in corporate companies like banks or other financial institutions. So the first thing you need to check out is your current employer's company policy about additional work outside of your role. I know it's super boring and not something you really want to think about when you want to tell everyone about your new business, but this really is essential. You don't want to put your main job at risk. Well, not until you're ready to leave. So look at the employee handbook, check out with HR or compliance. There are some companies that do not allow any second jobs or businesses, but most will have a policy that you can't do work in the same field or industry that is your day job or use your position to sell anything. So if you're a lawyer, but you want to sell your paintings commercially, then that shouldn't be an issue. But you most likely will need to get formal permission, even if it's not against the policy. Once that's done, you're good to go. And as part of that, you might also like to get the okay to promote your business on social media. They may have some rules or stipulations like not mentioning them or your position or not posting in business sites like LinkedIn. So although my employers were aware of my side business, which at the time was career coaching, I decided to stay away from LinkedIn because I didn't want to link my business to my day job. But I did start posting on my Instagram and Pinterest accounts and use the time to learn more about all the platforms. So if you can't promote your business or freelancing work as a business just yet, i.e. you can't market to sell anything, you can still build up interests in what you do by sharing content they'll be interested in. So that when you do leave and can finally offer them something to buy from you, They are already fans because of all the free ideas and tips you've already given them. Or you can promote yourself just to people on your personal private accounts. Make sure they are private by checking your settings. And you may find you're able to gain clients through your existing friend group and their friends and their friends are friends. Even if you have the okay to market your business, before you post anything, think, if this post went viral, would it have a negative effect on me and my day job or for the company I work for? If the answer is no, then go ahead. If yes, you might need to rethink it. Moving on. How much of my private side do I need to share? Okay, this one is another one that comes up a lot. People think they need to become like influencers and have their faces splashed over everything and be talking about everything from what they eat to who they date to where they hang out, etc, etc. The truth is, you are in control. You can show as much or as little about yourself and your life as you want. But I say that with a caveat, because if you hold too much back and people don't get to know you or feel like they know you, they are less likely to 
choose to work with you or buy from you. People buy from peoples or companies they know, like and trust. So on your social media, you're building up trust and rapport with your audience. To do that, they need to know that you're like them in some way. If you share nothing with them, they won't know if you're like them. So decide up front what you want to share on your social media. How much of yourself do you want to put out there? Often it's the reason behind your business, the story of why you set it up, which will connect with your audience and bring them that much closer to becoming your customers. Oh, and one more thing on this. Don't feel like you have to be completely polished and professional on social media. In fact, the people who are more successful are those who show it like it is, who are seen as more real. Okay, the final question is, I barely interact with social media now. How do I even get started using social media to attract clients? So first up, don't even think about marketing until you're used to how social media works. I made that mistake. I started trying to learn all about how to market my business when I hadn't posted anything in ages and had no clue about a lot of the things that social media can do. So thinking back to when I was starting out, here's what I would recommend you do. Make sure you're clear on what you'll be offering in your business or as a freelancer and who that offer is for. So who your ideal customer is. You need to be crystal clear on this before you even start going on to social media. Decide on the one platform you're going to focus on, or two if you've already left your nine to five. If you already have an account on that platform, focus on that first, even if it's just a personal account. Get more active there by posting more about what you're up to. You can mention you're starting a business, get feedback on your topic or ask for more ideas. Make comments on things other people post and ask questions. The idea is to stimulate conversation and get people interacting with you. This is all practice to see how you can get a conversation going. And you can also use it to check if your business idea is resonating. So none of this is done in a salesy way. It's just you share with your friends what you're planning. You could even try out some video on there to get used to it. And when you're confident, you could then set up a business account if the platform offers it. On Facebook, Instagram and Pinterest, you need to have a business account to run ads in the future anyway. So even if you plan to use your personal account to talk about your business, you really need to have that business account ready. Before you start with adding content related to your business, decide on your boundaries. What part of your private life will you share and what will you hold back? From the start, let people know what kind of posts you'll be sharing. Then choose three to five topics based on your business idea. They will be the things you will then talk about most. You do that so you can keep on brand, keep talking about the right things, but also have a bit of variety to the things you post as well. Then start posting regularly. It doesn't need to be every day. It could be once a week. Whatever works for you, just make sure it's consistent. So there we have it. My answers to the questions that come up all the time, but they're really just scratching the surface as there's a lot you will still need to learn. But the main thing is to get comfortable with social media before you start using it to market your business. Have fun with it. Play with the different features and learn how they work. Then decide if you want to use them or not in your social media strategy. Bottom line is, don't let social media overwhelm you. Start to dip your toes in, learn as much as you can, and then start to post content and to build engagement. While you're in your day job, it's a great time to experiment and play to see what works. Also, don't let learning about social platforms distract you from the most important things, like getting clear on your ideal customer and what your offer is. Remember, engaged customers plus the right offer equals profit. So before you start spending your time posting, make sure you have those two things covered. And before you know it, you'll wonder why you were so worried about social media and it will have become something that is just another part of your business. 
Okay, that's it for this episode. If you miss anything or want to check out sources I've mentioned or want to remind yourself of the key points, then take a look at my show notes. The link is in the episode description wherever you're listening to this podcast. And remember, you deserve to live your passion, so go for it. This is your time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast.